0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Barry Trammell, sports columnist for the Oklahoma and NewsOK.com. He joins us on the Smart Rain Guest Line. It's no secret that Utah's in an extreme drought currently, and that's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at SmartRain.net. Barry, good morning. Welcome back to the show.
1: Well, thanks, guys. I always enjoyed. Hey, I apologize for missing you an hour ago. I uh I had my phone off and didn't know it. and No excuse. I just screwed up. I apologize.
0: <laughs> well, you built up some goodwill here, so I wouldn't worry about it. You can.
1: <laughs> well, I was hoping that was the case. That was, uh, that was my hope.
0: So we are curious about multiple things and how things are playing out in a market that's a little different and yet kind of the same. And name, image, and likeness. The gates are open. The land rush has begun. Are the Sooners going to get to the money sooner, I guess is the question. And I, I'm wondering how much – I mean, it's interesting on one level, but the Sooners are at such an elite level. Is it going to change much? Are they going to pry kids away from Clemson and Alabama? Because, again, pretty much everybody else they want and winning nonstop. How much is this uh, impacting the product on the field at Oklahoma, you think?
1: See, I don't think it's going to impact – I don't think it's going to impact the game very much at all across America. Um, Alabama's still going to get the cream of the crop, and as you said, the next year down is going to. I don't see where how this is going to change. The only thing I could see is potentially somebody like Oregon. You know, well, you know, there, there are laws or rules in place to keep somebody like Phil Knight from doing too much. But if you can circumvent that, you know, Nike's got the wherewithal to to make an impact. But this this joker down in Miami. Yesterday, who owned some martial arts studios? You know, is going to pay all the hurricanes. I mean, that's not going to. That's not. That, that's a. That's a lark. I mean, he's not. This guy's not going to pay a half a million dollars a year to for Miami football. So, th- what we're going to have is we're going to have a big boom, and then we're going to have a big bust. And some some kids will end up on the good end, and some some won't. But I don't think it's going to change change the food chain of college football at all
2: yeah i probably most likely agree with you i guess i'd have to see some evidence but if you're looking for a change in the balance of power uh it's more along the lines of the rich get richer so which is not changing the balance of power it's just continuing it but i am wondering uh a kid like uh, spencer radler comes there and you know i grew up in phoenix went to arizona state and he's a local kid and hoping he would stay. Of course, he didn't. They normally don't, and they take off. But he's popular, and he's good, and all that. So what do you think his earning potential could be in college?
1: Oh, you know, I think it's, it's uh, incredibly high. I doubt one of these kids ends up with a million dollars a year. But I think there will be a few that get into six figures. I don't, I don't think there's much doubt about that. I think Zion would have at Duke in basketball and I think some of these football players will. You know, the boogeyman in people like me's eyes or my mind are, are boosters and, you know, sort of traditional forms of uh car dealers, that kind of thing, traditional forms of paying players. But the truth is the big money's in this social media, internet stuff. You know, TikTok, YouTube, all that stuff with followers and um so that's going to that's going to require a confluence of big name and really adeptness at um, at working the the branding of social media, which some guys have and some don't. Some some girls have, some don't. I mean, you, you guys have read about those two gals at Fresno State that signed for five hundred thousand dollars or whatever because they got four million followers. So. Um, it's sort of a it's sort of an unknown frontier for us because we really don't know. People like you and me, I, you know, I'm making assumptions about you guys, but I assume you're not, you know, swimming up to your eyeballs in social media. And so, I th- it's sort of an unknown frontier for us, but that's where some big money is, and that's where you're going to see some surprises. I think you're going to see uh, different kinds of sports. It's not just going to be the Alabama linebacker. It, you know, it's going to be the it's going to be the Florida state softball center fielder and it's going to be a Nebraska volleyball player. And it's going to be a, you know, Penn state wrestler. You know, we had a, we got a kid up at Oklahoma state national champion wrestler, got an incredible personality. And within the sport of wrestling, he's like an icon. He signed a, he signed a big apparel deal already, um, ahead of any football player in the state that we can tell. So, it's that kind of thing. Sort of the niche markets are really gonna are gonna uh, go after some of these some of these athletes. So I think that's the thing to look out for. Uh, somebody like Spencer Adler clearly has a lot of opportunity. Um, he can do he could do some national brands. I mean he could do some traditional forms of of commercials, um, endorsements, those kinds of things. But it's that it's that niche. Social media market that, there's going to be a lot of money changing hands.
0: So I think I know what you're going to say to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway just to make sure. Because from the football competitive standpoint, is there a chance that an Oklahoma State or a Utah pulls a recruit away from USC who says, "Hey, I'd rather be the big man on campus here than the 20th biggest recruit here," or does a a Tulsa or a Boise State or a San Diego State or whoever pull some away from Utah or Oklahoma State? Is there any of that going on, or even that is too far-fetched? Or coaches are going to make a run at that to see if it works, and nobody's really sure right now?
1: Yeah, I think that's possible. Um, You know, the truth of the matter is, I think you'll see a bigger effect on... um, on the transfer portal, then maybe high school recruiting, Cause that's where the bulk of recruiting is shifted to now. For crying out loud, why why go waste your time on a kid you don't know if he can play or not? Well, go waste your time, or go spend your time on a kid you know that can play. So, uh, I I think all those things are possible. I just don't think they're going to be very prevalent. I mean, I, I think I think most players believe. They can play at the highest levels. And so this, you know, big fish, small pond is not really sort of in their mentality. They settle for a Tulsa, San Diego State, a Boise State, or, you know, an Oklahoma State instead of an Oklahoma. They settle for those kinds of things, but only when they have to. If they have a chance, they tend to just, they tend to go to the big boys. And that's why we don't really see a lot of change in the you know, in the rankings or in the success rate of most of these schools. And so uh, I'm anxious to see how this all plays out. But I think the movement, I think the change will be sort of glacial. I don't think it'll be very fast moving.
2: Do you think that programs will be able to use it to their advantage or how much can they use it to their advantage in recruiting, whether it's through high school or transfer?
1: Oh, yeah, they're all going, they're all going to say it. Um, and some will have all kinds of, Uh, examples of how why it's true so we'll see i don't know if um you know i i don't know how much here's what i don't know and this is transfers and high school kids i don't know what priority they will put on financial wherewithal and football wherewithal or whatever sport in other words you know, If you're a big-time football player, you're thinking of the NFL. Now, this stuff on the side, this money, whether it's 10000 whether it's 100000 that's nice, and that can make you think. But if you see yourself as a big-time football player, you look at the NFL draft, you say, I'm going to Alabama if I get any sliver of a chance. I'm going to LSU if I have any sliver of a chance you look at that NFL draft list. And I don't know that the priority is going to change much. Um, it could, when they get to college, I suppose, a few players sort of come to the realization they're not headed to the NFL. Most still harbor those dreams, but some are more uh, reasonable in their, in their minds. So maybe then they think, you know, maybe if, Maybe I could make some money and, and get my education here if I go to whatever school. But I still think most football players and basketball have stars in their eyes still about making the pros. So I, I, I think it's fascinating. The whole NIL thing, the, the Wild West, it's all fascinating. I just don't see it affecting the, the, uh, the competitive balance. What I wonder about is uh, I'm interested in the chemistry on the rosters. Um, you know, people have asked around here, what happens when Spencer Rattler's making $500,000 a year and the left guard blocking for him making $5,000 a year. Yeah, you know, it, you know, a lot of coaches tell us that's going to be a chemistry problem. You know, in the NFL, a whole lot of minimum wage guys are blocking for Aaron Rodgers and, and Ben Roethlisberger and, and Tom Brady, they seem to stand up all right. So I don't know that it'll be a problem, but it's going to be interesting.
0: Barry Trammell joining us right here. What's your reaction in Oklahoma to the 12-team playoff proposal?
1: Um, most people are fired up about it. Um, it's not, you know, it's not a huge. It's great opportunity for an Oklahoma State great opportunity for Utah, for Brigham Young, for virtually everybody. The people it affects the least are the four schools that have been making the playoffs all the years, you know, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson. They've been in, they count as 20 of the 28 slots in the history of the playoff. I think those four schools have accounted for, so it would have gotten Oklahoma into the playoff twice extra, um, so that and they're okay with that, you know. But yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a game changer for them, um, but it is a game changer for you know Wisconsin and um, Georgia. Well, Georgia's gotten really good, but uh, Florida. For instance, never been in the playoff, but they usually have a really good team. Um, teams like that, and then the upper and comers that have a chance. Cincinnati, the, you know, the mid majors. Um, so I think uh, here's the deal. I've always, I've always been a traditionalist, and I've always sort of thought, yeah, I don't really want to get rid of the bowl system. But the truth is, the bowls have sort of killed themselves, and the bowls have proven to not nobody really cares about them the players have spoken they don't really want to play in them if they have a, if they have any pro aspirations so the only way to save the bowls is to expand the playoff so you know I, i'm I'm okay with it I sort of like I I never even thought of a 12 team playoff but it's fairly ingenious I don't I don't have much to pick about it I sort of like what they've come up with I like the I like uh, the attempt to save the bowls with, you know, the quarterfinals on both um, in both sides. I like. I mean, I'm okay with the home home field advantage in the first round. That'll be some interesting, especially if we can get some SEC teams going to to Ann Arbor and Madison uh, the second week of December. That'll that'll make for uh, interesting television. So I'm all for for what I see what I've seen so far. I don't see a lot of downside.
2: Changing gears a little bit while we have you on the phone. I think Sam Presti just acquired two more first-round draft picks for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, what do they got? Uh, three. They've already made a, a move with uh, Kemba Walker. What's going to play? How do you think it's going to play out in terms of their rebuild here in the short term?
1: Well, they got you know they got just horrible lottery luck. They had a 25 percent chance at two top five picks. They had a 50 percent. chance. 50% chance at one top five pick, but I ended up with no top five picks in a draft that everybody said is uh, a five-player draft. Well, bad luck, so you got to do something else. Presti, no doubt, will is not through trading. He'll trade. Draft night, there'll be some trades with the Thunder. I expect him to try to move up, you know, try to package six and 16 and go to four or something, you know, whatever they can do. Uh, Kimber Walker could be involved in that if somebody would willing to take a flyer on him. So they're not through um, the, the lottery misfortune just sort of delays the rebuild. But the truth is, and and people in Utah know this better than anybody, it's double fool's gold to rely on the lottery too much for two reasons. One, it's a lottery. It's designed for most people to lose. So, you know, if you feel bad about losing a lottery, you know, you're not very smart, really. So, number two is the, uh, the draft very rarely goes in linear form. Um, if you get stuck with the 6, 16, and 18 draft picks, hey, go out and find good players at 6, 16, and 18. Utah had... Uh, you know, Utah had the best uh, record in the league this year building around two guys. What, what was Donovan number 13 overall, I think, or yeah, 13 like or 14 yeah. and, and go bear 27. Go find your two ball players at 13 and 27 or six and 16 and 18. Go find two players. Don't, don't sit and wallow. Um, people rely too much on the lottery. You know, I, I equate it to marriage, you know, I, People spend way too much time on their wedding and not near enough time on their marriage. And people in the NBA spend way too much time worrying about the lottery and not near enough time worrying about the draft. doesn't matter where you get picked or, or what, what picks you're given use those picks wisely and you'll be ahead of the game. So that's what Presti needs to do. Um, he's got some things to build around. Shea Gilgis Alexander clearly is a star and, Lou Dort is a is a building piece. They got all those draft picks. You can't use them. You know, they've got eighteen or seven, whatever it is, seventeen or eighteen draft picks, first round in the in the next seven drafts, counting this one. You can't use all those draft picks, so use some of them to trade up or trade out. Trade, you know, do some wheeling and Dilly, and maybe you end up with a good roster.
0: Well, Barry, as always, we appreciate a few minutes, multiple topics, but uh, Oklahoma and Utah are linked, so it's interesting to hear your take on uh, how things are playing out there. Thanks for coming on, and we will uh, talk to you again down the road.
1: Okay, see you guys.
0: Barry Trammell, sports columnist, the Oklahoma and NewsOK.com. The list of players who were really good players, who if they had free agency on the open market, the whole league would be throwing wads of cash at. More and more they guys who've been passed on. I mean, the the history books are LeBron and Shaq and Duncan. There's all these number one picks out there. But Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert here. Chris Walker. Paul. Chris Paul was a Aiden. was a top five. Yeah, Aiden was number one. Right. But Kawhi Leonard, he was picked later. He's a well, mid first round. On to In the teens. Wasn't yeah. It? There's another. So there's a lot of talent out there. It slipped, and people didn't see it coming. And it's not an indictment of any one person because lots of people passed oh, on everybody. these guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to Barry's point, it's hard to find them. But, man, if you do, the reward is massive. I mean, you look at Juwan Morgan. Most teams passed on him. See? Yeah. yeah. Good point. There's random PK for us just <laughs> popping in to join the show. <laughs> Well, it's 10 minutes to 10. I'm light and fluffy. I agree. (laughs) When we come back, your feedback next. Stay with us.